Hello and welcome to episode 38 of the Mature Gamer Bits and PCs. Um, as you may obviously have obviously realised by now, we are not recording live. Uh, well, we are recording live, but we're just not going out live. I'm sure that makes sense, doesn't it? Doesn't it, Vamsey? Yes. There we go. Right. Um, well, I don't know where to start now. I'm a bit uh, a bit flustered. This is, came on a bit last minute with the uh, clocks going back or forward, rather, and me not taking note of that and the big clock in the kitchen. Uh, so we'll start with what? Bunnies versus Hogs. Um, I believe the challenge that's been thrown down for this week is... Um, uh, Rock Band Blitz, which is available, is it Xbox and PS3? I, f- I know it's available on Xbox, something about PS3. Yeah, so basically we have to record, well, record, uh, well, record our scores off five pre-chosen tracks which are on the forum. Um, I have had a go on this game and I am shockingly awful at it. So yeah. We were yeah. hanging our hopes on you, Clarky. Oh, I'm sure. So yeah, it looks like we'll be uh, looks like we'll be conceding this one. And although I noticed uh, <laughs> I noticed John's been spending a bit of time on it, so hopefully he's going to pull us out of the shit. Uh, and I know that Gibber's quite good at this game, so uh, we'll be putting out a call for him to perhaps save the day. Uh, but uh, yes, uh, well, well done, Hogs, on the uh, on the win this time. Just <laughs> preempting it. Well, no, it's, it's, it'll be interesting. I, I think it's uh, it's, a, it's an interesting choice. It's not one I'd have chosen. I have a, I have a feeling the Woolster might have been behind this choice. Um, it's his it's his game. Oh yeah, uh, his his weapon of choice. But after the uh, the tanking of the TF2, I'm not I'm not surprised really. They've brought out something they're going to be fairly good at. But it is based on I think it's it's they've chosen five tracks. So you have to do high scores on three of them, and then I think it's something like. They're taking the top five people or something and then trying to work out who's got the top five times or something ridiculous like that. I tried it again. I played it when it first came out, quite enjoyed it, but uh, certainly not a competitive player. Um, it's going to be bloody awful. So right. um, it, it, this is a call to arms. If anyone out there who can play the bloody game, please, please get in touch. <laughs> yeah, we, we need to break this cycle of... We win the PC games, they win the console games. Hardly a cycle. We've only done one round each. <laughs> no, one complete cycle, then. This yeah, is gonna... I'm, a bit dis- I'm a bit disappointed. I was hoping for more of a, a kind of another team-based one, even if it was something like Forza or something like that. Just something that was a bit where we could all get together and play at the same time. But um, this, this is a bit of a solo effort. It's a bit, um, yeah, a bit disappointing. But, you know, we've got next choice. should be interesting, so we'll have to come back at them with. So, yeah. Well, you, you know, I don't want to mention anything geek like, but it's a bit like the Star Trek movies, really, isn't it? Oh, lordy. All the even number ones are the best. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, anyway, Vamsy, I believe you have some uh, Trackmania-related information to tell us all about. Yeah, Trackmania has swept the um, the MGP forum. The craze is continuing. It's like Pokemon mixed with Moshi Monsters mixed with Skylanders all over the shop. <laughs> um, so much so, we, we now have our server up and running. Um it's a private server, so only the very few excellent people who listen to this show and are on the forum can, can access it, or if you've just been given the password by somebody who does listen to this show. Um, so all you need to do, if you've, if you've got Trackmania, Trackmania um, is available on Steam. It's, it's Trackmania Stadium 2. Uh, it's actually, a, a, I think it's an alpha or beta. I can't remember what it is now. It's one of those early access jobs. But they have a, a demo available. 
um, which is basically the full game as far as I can as far as I can work out. Most of the forums seem to have bought it. Um, so basically, get the demo downloaded, um, and then when you go into the multiplayer setup, just search for bits and PCs or MGP, uh, and then you'll see our MGP bits and PCs um, podcast server. You can click on that and enter the password MGP bits B I T S, and uh, you are in. And it's looking really good. We've got um, John's been doing some admin work, working very hard. I've also got Bond Bill, who's been um, newly promoted, but he's been doing some work as well on it, um, getting some tracks uploaded. And the jukebox has got some choice choice cuts on it, as far as music is concerned. Um, what? Can you add your own music to it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You can if, you, oh. if, you, if you're an admin, you can add your own music up. So John's stuck some Ned's Atomic Dustbin on there, which is well, get moved as soon as I can find out how to. Uh, but Carly Rae Jepsen seems to be the song of choice at the moment. Um, oh, my interest in this has just jumped from none at all to <laughs> point one. It's it's quite a nice place to hang out. So you, most of the time you'll, you'll get um, a few people in, in the TeamSpeak server. Um, details which are also on the forum. You need to get in that and um, then head over to Trapmania and, and it's, it's just a good laugh. There's all the local records up there which surprisingly enough Shadowline um, and Asriel are basically fighting over in whatever already um and the rest of us are kind of some way behind them um but it's just it's, yeah, it's just nice it's nice to have our own little forum which keeps our own records intact and um lets us climb the ladder um yeah so it's good so that's that's all up and running and and shall be for the foreseeable um and more news as to when needs be so yeah fair, fair enough i still know very little about this game i mean I, I look at it and keep thinking it's some sort of bloody olympic running game I believe it involves cars. Olympic running game. Yeah, I, I, I thought I thought it was like a track game. You know, like what well, well, the word track mania giving. Oh yeah, exactly. You know, relay, really relay races. You know how you know how Charles Evolution is kind of like a two D side on going from left to right over jumps and whatever. Yes. It's kind of similar in the in the sense that um, you're trying to get from A to B through checkpoints. Um, but the only difference is that you're trying to do it, you know, obviously you're trying to do it as fast as possible, same as Charles Evolution, but you're doing it from a kind of racing game point of view. So, you know, either third person or bumper view or whatever in a car, and you're basically time trialing it from A to B. Um, but the, the brilliant thing about Trackmania is the physics are completely whack. They're not realistic physics. They are kind of in the cars, but you'll have, the tracks will have wall rides in it where you're going, you know, 90 degrees taking wall rides you've got loop the loops in it you've got big air jumps you've got you know dirt sections you've got um tarmac for most of it you've got bits where you get speed boosts a bit like mario kart and all this kind of thing it's it's just an arcade twitch time trial racer if you like um there's no competitive sort of uh physical racing are you not kind of all on a start line the lights go green you all race each other to first place it's all time trial basically all your all your cars are ghosts which puts some people off they kind of well, that's no fun well believe me it is because if you've got the general multiplayer setup is you have five minutes on each track in which to set the fastest time in that five minutes right um so the tracks can go from anything from like 15 seconds long to a minute long say that's kind of your average in between that um and, you know, somebody will set a time straight away, then you just race to try and beat it and to beat it and to beat it. And half the time you, you only, you know, you'll, you'll do the first section of the track and you just 
restart all the time because you know you could have got that first bit quicker or something like that. And it just becomes addictive and completely OCD. Um, for if, you, if you're interested in PC gaming, you're interested in getting involved in um, kind of the, the, the more social side of what we do uh, at the Mature Gaming Podcast, especially the PC side of it, this is a, an absolutely brilliant way to get involved with the community because, like we say, the, the, the Trackmania 2 demo is free so you can literally just jump straight in it doesn't cost you anything the team speak details are up on the server so it's, it's a really social thing to do you just jump in and you can just start chatting away or if you want to if you just go into the server you can just type away and you know we'll answer and it's a locked environment so it's just you know you're just hanging hanging with us oh, so um, i think i'm yeah, gonna have to give this a whirl aren't i it's that's it's fucking brilliant mate it's, it's a good lot i don't know how long the craze will last i really don't but um it, it's it's well worth it's well worth it's just a nice nice place to just hang out while you're waiting for other people to turn up to go and play other games so i was playing battlefield 3 last week and while i was waiting for people to turn up to go and play with i was Pooping around trying to set some best times in Trackmania for sort of 20 minutes. It's just, yeah, it's just good fun. All right, fair enough. That sounds good. Uh, we'll have to download that demo. Uh, I'll probably give that a go. I'll, I'll give yeah. that a go tomorrow. I'm off work, so yeah, there we only, go. I think it's only about half a gig. All right. It doesn't take you long to do. Oh, no problem then. I think I'll have a go on that. Right, what have we been playing this week? Ramsey, what have you been playing? Trackmania. Really? I don't know, yeah. I guess. I know you're stunned, aren't you? Absolutely. Lots of Trackmania, lots and lots of Trackmania, but I, I'm not going to waffle on more about that. It's me getting to grips with actually running a server because this is this is kind of my server that is up and running. But um, I have no good. I don't know what I'm doing. I haven't got a clue. It took me ages to work out how to change the tracks and stuff and how to you know all that sort of stuff. So John um, has stepped in and, and is guiding in his Yoda-ish type fashion. Um, <laughs> <laughs> trying to trying to help me work out how to do things like get tracks uploaded and change music stuff and all this sort of thing and uh, it's it's going very well now so um, I, I kind of have an idea what I'm doing but um, if you are on the server and it suddenly cuts out it was probably me um, <laughs> so yeah playing lots and lots of that uh, what else Battlefield 3 I mentioned I've been playing some of that um, oh god it looks beautiful but fuck me is it hard um <laughs> What, what's this game about? I've seen, I've seen a lot of people talk about this. Oh, know. not, but, oh, sorry, I'm looking at the wrong bloody... This is me not paying attention. You're, not, you're doing a John, aren't you? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at Dark Souls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have played Battlefield 3, so I'll continue, please. It's just hard. I'm not going to mention too much about Battlefield 3, just because most people know what it is. It's, it's a no-brainer, really, but it is bloody hard. I mean, I think I mentioned last week I've come from uh, several years. I, I left Battlefield on the PC back in the days of Battlefield 2 and haven't really played a Battlefield game on the PC since then. Um, everything else has been on console and most of my first person shooters have been played with a pad. So even things like that were coming out last year like, uh, I don't know, Dishonored or um, Deus Ex or things like that, I was playing with a pad through my PC. Uh, so to play Battlefield, yeah, I could try playing with a pad through the PC, but let's face it, I'm going to get my ass handed to me. So, I'm trying to relearn how to play with a mouse and keyboard. Yeah, which is, I, I should really be doing that. What I tend to do is, if I play, yeah, if I'm playing multiplayer, I'll I'll do mouse and keyboard. But if I'm just playing campaign, then uh, out comes uh, the Xbox pad. <laughs> enough, I, it's, it's a thing with Battlefield. I've never played a, a single player. I think I played Bad Company for a couple of hours, but it's I've, you know. It just doesn't get a look in the, the campaign with me. It's all multiplayer, always has been. 
Um, but it's um, it's just really, really hard, and it's not necessarily you know the, the, the coordination. It's more about remembering where things are on the on the keypad or something. It's more about trying to work out. If I need to duck really quickly, if I'm doing it on a pad, it's instinctive. I just, you know, boom, and I'm, I'm down. Whereas on a key, I'm always thinking, hang on, now is it X or C to what? Hang on, one of those, or is it? Can I just hit control and toggle it? Or, you know, so I have to kind of second think, which which loses me that sort of valuable half a second, and in which case I'm invariably shot. <laughs> but, <laughs> and I also can't stand the Origins sort of web interface thing when you launch Battlefield Three up and it kind of comes up in a, in, a, in a web browser. Um, I know it's kind of, well. I, I know it's kind of nice having all your stats and stuff like that, but it just seems. Uh, I don't. I, I'm. I don't know. It's just unusual. I'm just used to going into a game and going into the multiplayer, um, lobbies type thing, and then and then booting into a game and having this kind of web interface that you kind of launch off is, is kind of new for me. So uh, it's just taking a little bit of getting used to it. It's just, it just seems a bit more than I need. But uh, I'm, you know, I'm sure I'll get used to it. I've only, like I said, I haven't played a huge amount of Battlefield Three. Only I'm only up to about level seven or something like that. So it's you know, hardly, hardly. No, hardly I, I, I got it for the Xbox when it came out last year, but I it, it sort of got weird laid by modern, modern Warfare. I was just struggling to find people to play it with. I had one or two really good sessions with people off the forum, but uh, it ended up getting traded in, and I keep kind of mulling over picking up the PC version. But I seem to be waiting day to day on a on a sale offer of it something I don't know I picked it up a couple of weeks ago when it was the origin sale when it did the um, the whole premium caboodle for about 26 quid so you got the whole you know Battlefield 3 plus all the premium DLC everything for 26 pound or something like that I don't think it'll go I think there was I think Asma posted up something during the week about it being cheaper or whatever but it's you know you're getting a lot of content for your money on that and I think you know as I say it's you know, the differences between playing on a console and playing on a PC, immediately the map sizes start to make more sense because we are in a 64-player server on um, on Friday or Friday night or whatever it was. When, you know, on a PC, you're talking about a maximum of, what, 24 or something like that? That must be absolutely insane. <laughs> well, if you get on a 64-player server, and it begins to make sense. Do you know what I mean? There's yeah. Air support is being used as air support. Tanks are rolling out in comparison with infantry. Otherwise, you know, you go back to playing on the, the 360 version in my case, and it's like you've got two people, you know, you've got two tanks rolling out with, with you know, maybe a squad of four infantry and, and then maybe somebody in a chopper, and that's it. You go on a PC version, it's like fucking all hell breaking loose, you know, people swarming over the hills, charging into the sort of, you know, it's just, <laughs> I love, I love it when you see that happening and it's, it's great. Even if you're defending somewhere and suddenly you look up and there's like four tanks charging over the horizon with a couple of choppers sort of zooming over the top of them with infantry running behind. And it's just like, yeah, come on, bring it on. I want this. So already I can just see myself getting drawn into that one. And, um, yeah, I'm hoping to get lots more in on that. Oh, Vimes, you know what happens when you start bigging games up to me. <laughs> you start spending money. Yeah, I, probably, <laughs> yeah. I, I probably own this now before the day is out. Yeah, before this podcast is finished, you watch. Oh, all I can say is thank God you're not into peddling drugs. <laughs> now, about drugs. <laughs> um, what else have I been playing? I... Um, I I did uh, I'll talk about it a little bit in uh, it's not really a project but it, it's kind of similar I picked up 
on the Steam sale last weekend, they were doing Dark Souls, the Prepare to Die edition, for 15 quid. Um, and I just, I, I've already got it on the 360. I had the, the kind of the ultimate edition, or whatever you want to call it. Um, but I hadn't played it for a while, and I just caved. I went, I managed to sell my Dark Souls version, uh, the 360 one for something like 20 quid straight away on Amazon. Unless you went in an hour or something like that. Yeah, right. And um, so I sort of, and then and then bought the PC version for 15. And uh, I went back to playing that, so I had to start again from the beginning, which was great. That's, that's absolutely fine. And um, it's, I love this game. I just, it's just reminded me why I play it. Um, is this the one you were asking about? You don't really know. Uh, what yeah, it means. The, yeah, this is the one. The one I wasn't paying attention to earlier. Okay, what is it? It's it's a very dark fantasy Japanese. Oh, Japanese, um, my ears are pricked up. Third person fighter exploration devilishly difficult not difficult difficult well it is difficult okay compare it to something I know oh okay think oblivion right but third person Mm -hmm. but dark really dark um very you feel very isolated when you play it it's quite oppressive the combat is superb and bloody difficult it's the kind of game where um the lowest enemy could kill you if you let him so okay you the very first part of the game you come up against like you, you bog down a kind of skeleton warrior do you know yeah. what i mean so that, that kind of jason the argonauts type skeletal warriors or something like that or um, the undead, that kind of thing, and they're just brandishing just swords or spears or something like that. If you're not paying attention, they will, you know, if you miss a, a parry or something like that, they will fuck you over, you know, and you're dead. And these are the lowest enemies. Um, some of the other guys you come up against as you as you go through just the first level. You, there's like um, in the bit, <clears throat> sorry, the bit I'm in, uh, or just past actually. There's a, there's a there's a black knight who is basically three times your height and just rock hard, and <laughs> he will, he would you know if he gets one hit on you, you don't have time to recover from that before he's comboed out another two or three, and just caned you. But that's, that's a, it. Um, the important thing here is if you left. Frustrating. No, it's not because it's. You make the mistakes. It's not like something where you're just getting your ass handed to you and you're going, you fucking thing, you're unfair and you're hurting your controller at the wall. And please, you know, if you are playing PC, play it on the controller. It's made to be played on the controller. Um, you, you know, you die if you make the mistake or you get impatient or you're not, you know, and every time you die, you learn something else. So, you know, this guy swings his sword through and you think, right, I'll dart in now and jab him you suddenly learn that actually that first swing was only part of a three-blade combo, and actually you're now dead. You go, oh, right. Next time you come up against him, you go, yeah, I'm not falling for that again. I, you know, and... Um, but it's it's an awesome game. It's has a, a kind of... Rep- it doesn't help the fact they call it Prepare to Die Edition. Uh, <laughs> but it has, a, it has a, a kind of reputation of being rock hard. And I kind of disagree in the sense that I don't think it's particularly difficult to play because effectively you're you're controlling the character you know you have a sword in one hand a shield in the other you swing 
you know, you have a weak, you know, a fast attack or a strong attack on the sword, for example. You have a block with the shield, very similar to Oblivion in that sort of sense. Yeah. Uh, you're more mobile, so you're talking, you know, because you, you're third person, you're kind of trying to get around behind people or trying to, you know, adjust to, to how people play. And the AI is fantastic in this game. You know, they'll back off, they'll drink their own health potions, all this sort of stuff. Um, so, yeah, it is hard in the sense of you've got to really concentrate and, you know, you never quite know what's around the next corner. Um, but it's not unfairly hard. It's, it doesn't beat down on you just for the sake of beating down on you. It says, here's your challenge. You want to, you know, you want to beat it. You've got to show you're worthy of beating it. Um, and that's kind of what I love about it. But I, it's really interesting because I'm now, I'm playing through it again from the very beginning. Um, to try and get up to where I left it on the 360 version, which is, for anybody who knows the game, I'm, I'm kind of up to, I'm not that far, I'm about Blight Town way. Um, so I'm about, I'm probably, I've been playing, I've played it for about four or five hours on Saturday or Friday, I think Friday it was. And, um, I've kind of gone through the tourist theme and I've kind of worked my way through the kind of, um, outer areas before I start going down into the depths and underground. Yeah. And um it's just brilliant. It just is so good. It's like it's like playing Tolkien, but Ooh. you know, it's like you know the Minds of Moria? Yeah. In 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 the Lord of the Rings films. It has that feeling of uh, you know, you're tiptoeing through, you're kind of thinking, shit, what's around this corner? What's going to hit me next? And when they hit you, they fucking hit you. You know, um, it's just, it's just, I, I waited a long time for a game like this to come out. And when it came out, the first one came out, um, Demon's Souls on PS3. That was why I bought a PS3. I know people who've put 150 hours into these games. <laughs> uh, quite easily, you know, um, lots of different characters there's brilliant aspects for multiplayer it's quite famous for its multiplayer so um there is no kind of i don't know what you call it there's no kind of uh normal multiplayer modes if you see what i mean there's no sort of it doesn't work like that there's you can invade somebody's world okay yeah it can only happen if you let it so you basically play in a, in a state of the un, you, you're basically one of the undead that's how the game sets up. But if you use humanity, you can turn, you can, you can reclaim your humanity. But if you reclaim your humanity, you're susceptible to being invaded by other players. And then it becomes a kind of one-on-one -on -one game. So in the area you're in, you just get a thing of saying you have been invaded. And then it's like, oh shit. <laughs> and you don't know where this guy is. Could be anywhere. You don't quite know who it is you don't know anything about it or you'll only find out about it when he finds you or you find him um and then you have to beat him and all the all the normal enemies are there you know still yeah yeah or anything like that i don't think you're getting a free run at this you know they're all still there um so that's that's one way things i mean you can invade somebody else's world as well don't you know don't think it only goes one way um but the other thing you can do is uh you can team up so you can kind of you kind of got a co-op mode in there where you can put down a marker which summons people and then if somebody else in another you know another player sees this marker they can respond to it and they will kind of join you in ghost form to help you take on a challenge or a particular boss or something like that so there are elements to 
to it of, of that kind of thing where you can co-op up with somebody and buddy up. The one that's more prevalent though is you can leave messages for somebody. Right. Yeah. Um, so, for example, if if I know round the corner there is a particularly devilish boss who is susceptible to fire, for example, I can write on the floor, um, "Beware enemy ahead." You know, um, try using fire, and then. That's fine. I've put that down. I'll carry on on my way. But in somebody else's world, you know, somebody, some other player, wherever they are, that message will appear on the floor, and they they will walk around the corner and they'll say, "Oh, there's a message." They'll read it, and then they're kind of forewarned that there's something around the corner. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they can kind of mark that comment as either being helpful or or not helpful, basically. And if they mark it as helpful, you get your health kind of topped up in your game. So at certain points in my game, I'm kind of getting, um, you know, boat boosts, if you like. I kind of get noises as my health kind of, uh, you know, um, tops out uh, because somebody's liked a comment that I've left, you know, in, in somebody's completely different game. All right. But this, oh, this game... Uh, sounds interesting. It looks like it's going to be something else that's going on my ever-increasing list of games that I want. Don't regret it. You really won't. It's just it's one of those games which is um, so good that I, I I couldn't not recommend it to anybody. You know, everybody should play it. At least try it for you know. You need to put a couple of hours in, two or three hours at least, just to kind of get the feel of it and get try to understand it. But it's it's one of those games that I will keep coming back to and back to and back to. I don't know if I'll ever finish it because, like I said, it is damn hard. But I will certainly persevere with it as long as I can but it's, it's just one of those ones I'll keep coming back to yeah. and uh, yeah that's it that's all I've been playing so I've waffled on for long enough no no that's okay right what have I been playing this week um, well we'll start with the uh, lesser games until I get onto the big one uh, I've been playing on Patapon 2 for the uh, well it's, it's a PSP game but I've downloaded it on the Vita uh, now you were saying you've not heard of this game before I've, I've just I just don't really know what it is it's basically it's it's a rhythm game basically. Um, oh. You've got uh, no, it's it's actually quite fun. You've got you basically have this little army of little cute looking black characters who are all armed with bows, arrows, and sticks. It's sort of a two D side scrolling thing, and basically one of your little characters has a flag and he's your kind of your drum man. So as soon right. as the game starts, you get. You wait for the tra- you, the bit of the track for you to jump in and then start tapping the buttons in rhythm. Like it's a particular rhythm, it might be square, square, X, X to walk. Uh, and then they'll all start walking and then every few seconds it's square, square, X, X. And then when you come across an enemy, uh, you have to basically hit another uh, basically another sequence of uh, beats and then they'll start attacking it. And you've, you've got all of these different commands to make them sort of run away, attack all of these different things it's really really fun and addictive i mean the amount of these i think you can get up to about 12 of them on screen at once and there's just tons of them fighting and <laughs> running around it gets absolutely insane you, you, play, you play this on the vita it, on the vita yes uh it's a good idea to play it with headphones it's quite uh or in a very quiet room anyway let's put it that way and it's like you say it's the psv version so it's one of those cheap ones is it what uh, is I think it? it's well there's three of them I think this well yeah there's Patapon Patapon 2 and Patapon 3 yeah they uh, they were quite popular on the PSP but I think they're about I think they're 6 each in the store alright uh, okay 
But you've got about 60 missions, and you can customise your little characters, give them sort of stronger weaponry, like fire arrows, ice bows, ice arrows, things like that. All right, okay. uh, Yeah, it's a lot of fun to play. Um, You've got... You're not always on the attack. Some things, some missions, you have to go hunting. Um, you pick up little side quests where you can pick up extra tunes that might give you a secret skill, something along those Sounds lines. Sounds like an awesome little game. It is. Uh, give it a try, or at least have a look at some videos of it and see if it tickles your fancy. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, but yeah I remember having the original when I had my PSP, and uh, kind of thought I'd pick this up and have a whirl at it, and enjoyed it as much as I did back then. Um, I've also been playing. There was some mention of this on the forum last week. Guns of Icarus. Uh, I believe you've picked this up. I have. I, I, I was suckered into it. Um, I, I went in on somebody else's... I don't want to say three-way, because that could lead to the wrong <laughs> connotations. But, uh, yeah, I picked up uh, a copy of this uh, and haven't had a chance to play it yet. So I'm, I'm incredibly interested to see what you make of it and, and, and how it played and, and all that. Uh, well, you're basically... Well, you're in command of an airship. You need four or five people to sort of uh, man the ship. You have a, uh, you have a pilot, a uh, couple of gunners, I think an engineer as well, and a navigator. Mm-hmm. And you'll, you'll basically have, a, have your little jobs to keep this uh, sort of this airship going around and basically just hunt around. I think at the moment it's just sort of, uh, it's just multiplayer maps. I think they're going to win. It's just it. skirmish, isn't it? Because yeah. I was, as I, as I do, I happen to be flicking through Kickstarter and came across Guns of Icarus, and I was like, hang on a second, I just bought Guns of Icarus, why is there a Kickstarter for it? Um, and there's a Kickstarter for, basically, for more content? Yes, I think they're going to kind of put a more sandbox-type world into it. Yeah, so they were going to do it with... Um, uh, so at the moment, the game is basically skirmish mode, so it's, it's all multiplayer, just fly around, yeah. kick the hell out of each other, and yes. then they're going to do more content where it's kind of, they're going to introduce cities and docks and things where you can kind of go and uh, i don't know spend money or upgrade or do do something walk about and things i think and then build it up into a kind of mmo type thing yeah exactly. if they get enough money so yeah at the moment it's very very the gameplay is very basic in it so kind of in third person um you, like I say, it's a case of run up to the wheel, pilot the ship, run up to the gun, point the gun and shoot, and sort of shoot at other airships. The, uh, the, the engineer has the easiest job of all, which basically means he has to run around the vessel every time it gets hit by something, basically twatting whatever with a hammer to fix it. <laughs> Uh, it, oh, it, that sounds a bit like my engineer when I played in Planet Side. That's all I ever bloody end up doing is well, charging yeah. that heat into hammer. No, but it's, uh, I had a game with uh, As and a couple of other guys on the forum. It was uh, it, it it was a lot of fun. There was uh, there was some wicked banter going on as we were trying to sort of figure out nautical terms. <laughs> See, I, this is why I like PC gaming because yeah. you don't get this kind of variety anywhere else. Do you? I'm gonna go and no, it, buy, it, pick up a game for you know. I can't remember what it was. I think it was like two quid or something ridiculous. It, it was. I think I paid, yeah, I think I paid about three pounds, three pound twenty. It was peanuts really for it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was worth it for the time I'd have spent on it. Yeah, I mean, like I say, even for one evening's entertainment, you paid like two, three quid for for a cracking night of, of complete and utter mayhem. It sounds yeah. like great. Well, yeah, it, it's it's basic at the moment. I, I think that was part of the charm to it. I mean, I was I was piloting the ship and. 
I don't know. It's just one of those things where you felt like you had a feel for flying and everyone was going, look out, you're going to hit that cliff. And it's like, no, no, I'm not. And just, just pull out in the nick of time. It's, I don't know. It's, it, it's kind of that feeling that you're doing something that you're not actually doing. I don't know. Kind of, do you ever remember Sensible Soccer? Oh, God, yeah. Because I can remember looking back, I'm, I must have pulled off all sorts of stunts playing that game. But when you kind of look at it logically, you could only move in what four different directions and basically kick the ball. Yeah. So I, I don't think I did quite as much as I remember doing, but it it it, it just, just kind of losing playing that. Yeah, game. it just kind of plays in one of those styles. But, uh, yeah, I, 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 I am looking forward to some more of this. Oh, we'll, uh, we'll probably play. So it's one of those ones I think that you know when there's enough of us in teams, people just go right. Who fancies it? And exactly. Kick into it. And onto the big one this week, and with a big thank you for Gibber who kindly donated me his uh, free copy of this game. That I think yeah, you bastard. <laughs> I jumped in there first. You bloody did. I was being all polite. I thought, no, no, I'm not going to jump in and ask and be a complete knob about it. No, no, no. Oh, what's Clarky doing? Oh, I see. That's what Clarky's <laughs> doing. But yes, uh, thanks, thanks to Gibber. He gave me a code for a copy of Bioshock Infinite, um, which I've been playing for the last three evenings, well, four evenings now, and it's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Um I don't really. I, the problem is the problem I'm having with this is it's a new game, so I'm gonna anything I talk about is gonna spoil it. But uh, you uh, can break it. I mean, I've I've heard a lot about obviously. Yeah. Everyone says, oh, it's really, really good and really, really good. Um, without spoiling it, I guess the gameplay itself. I mean, how does it compare to? Have you played Bioshock, Bioshock Two, and that? I mean, how does the gameplay compare to that? It's very similar. Because I had problems with Bioshock, because I never played Bioshock 2, let's get that out of the way, I never played Bioshock 2. Bioshock, the first one, um, I think I played through a good few hours of it, but um, it was just too scary for me. Everyone knows I'm a wuss with games like this, I can't stand being scared of games, and I got to (laughs) one bit. I think I'd taken out my first Big Daddy, and I'd had, um, I rescued one or maybe two little girls, but after that you kind of went, I can't remember. You went through or something to another area, and there were these bloody things that just bounced all over the place, like dropped on you from the ceiling and skidded across, and and, every, and I was just like, no, right, not playing this anymore. Yes, I remember um, those. Uh, but ugh, it, horrible. It's not that scary. It, it's a gory game, but it's you're in a city in the clouds. It's all bright and sunny most of the time. Um, there was one moment in it again, no spoilers. Um, it was it was one of those things where you kind of you you, you watch you, you complete a little objective, watch a little bit of a cut screen, a cut scene happening in front of you. Uh, I basically then turned around to leave, and this an enemy stood right behind me that had snuck up on me. Oh. But I think, Ooh. yeah, it, it, well, if you play it, the type of enemy it was, it was it was a deliberate attempt to get a jump out of me, I think. But yeah, it, <laughs> it, it controls very similar to the original Bioshock. Um, tiny bit clunky for anybody who's obviously used to modern warfare and battlefield and what have you. Uh, but any little design niggles like that I can forgive for what is an absolutely fantastic story. Um Considering the subject matter it brings up, which is parallel universes, quantum mechanics, it does a very, very good job of tying it all together at the end. Um, again, I, I'd love to have a discussion with some people who finish it sometime. I kind of do maybe a, a spoiler cast. Yeah, spoiler cast. Yeah, after yeah. after this spoiler. I mean, I'll be picking it up. I mean, you've I got, imagine fairly soon. Oh, you you, you want to? It's 
it, it's worth it just for the story. I mean, I, I think Beastie mentioned that he'd finished it and found the ending a little over long, but it it was a little long, but it 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 finished everything off and nicely wrapped up the story. And so, how long does it how long does it take you to finish roughly? Uh, probably about twelve, uh, about twelve hours. Um, yeah, okay. yeah. That that in no way helped by the opening part of the game which would probably take 15 minutes to run through and I think I spent about an hour an hour and a half. A lot of people are saying that a lot of people are saying that the sort of the first or they kind of say the first hour of the game can take about five hours because you just end up wondering ab- 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 Absolutely You've, when you're just re- sinking into it. Yeah when you first arrive in Colombia you arrive in this it, it's uh, it's like a church that's sort of submerged in water up to your ankles and it just looks absolutely beautiful uh, I was oh. I must have been wandering around in there for about 15 minutes, and then you kind of get out into the city proper, and you're just walking around. Everybody, it's a it's a living, breathing city. You're just walking around, seeing what people are talking about. Uh, have you heard about the music in it? No. They because it kind of touches on parallel universes. There's there's little things that have sort of bled over from other realities and stuff. And keep in mind, this is set in 1912, but there's one section right at the start where you walk you walk up and see this barber shop quartet singing uh, oh, okay and they're singing they're singing one of the beach boys songs but in a barber shop style ah brilliant uh, an, another one which i thought was absolutely brilliant just after an action scene you land on a you land on a beach uh, it's it's typical oldie world you've got everybody in the stripy red and white swimsuits and what have you and uh, kind of walk up onto the boardwalk and you can hear, you know, those sort of organ tunes you can hear, you hear at fairgrounds and stuff, sort of all yeah. worldy things. And it's playing, uh, it's sort of playing an organ version of Girls Just Want to Have Fun. <laughs> and that just put such a big smile on my face. I thought it was brilliant. But, uh, oh, that's brilliant. I'll have to pick this up sooner yeah, rather than it, later now, I think. Yeah, it, it, tells, it tells a great story. I mean, the, well, I say a kind of antagonist in it, the uh, songbird. Is very very well used. Um, I was kind of sort of after the initial encounter with it. I was kind of thinking this is going to is this just going to be some mini boss that keeps popping up? But uh, mm. the, the Elizabeth, the character you sort of spend the game travelling with, kind of explains to you you know you can't beat this thing, and the game never the game never puts you in a position where you have to. Uh, it just pans out really well, and it makes a, because of that it makes a really good antagonist. Oh, uh, I, I can't I can't spoil the ending, but Everybody who said it in no way links to the original or it's just a th- sort of a thematic continuation, I kind of wrong, and I'll leave it at that. Ah, uh, okay, well, I think I'll have to pick this up tonight and I, I think try and play through some of this. It, it, I do a, like the fact that, people, that you know these games are starting to come back that are deliberately single-player, storyline-based, under sort of 20 hours long. I like that because there was a bit. There's a bit. Seemed to be to me anyway a period in time where games were just getting so stretched out, and then people were going more for kind of length of game than they were for quality of storytelling. Well, my, one of my only niggles with it is it, it, the story is fantastic. I cannot fault it. It's probably I have to say it's probably the best game I've played this year. It te- it gets a bit. Uh, but you haven't played Dark Souls yet, or Trapmania. Well, yeah, fair enough. Fair. It, it could have done with some fat trimming around the middle of the game, but that's a very, very small niggle. It, the game's fantastic. Uh, pick it up. Oh, fuck it, I'll have to buy it now. <laughs> All right. Uh, there we go. 
I've seen it for twenty. Uh, I think it was twenty three ninety nine on. Well, I was being real tight because I think there's one site. I, I think it was Green Man Gaming again. who were doing like they were doing Bioshock plus Bioshock Infinite, and then they were either doing like I think Bioshock Two or Bio or um, XCOM or uh, something like that, and they were doing it for like twenty four or twenty six quid for the lot. Uh, oh yeah, well, I don't really want that. Yeah, <laughs> another site's buying it for like twenty four pounds. Yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Just, just one example of how the story draws you in, though. This, again, few spoilers. You, no, don't spoil it. No, 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 no spoilers. It, it, you're kind of going through a battle, and then there's just a scene where you go into a basement. It picks up a guitar, and it, it's just it's just so well, just so, such a well-thought-out story. Strongly recommend it. A few technical niggles aside, but don't let that put you off. It really is a cracking game. Oh, so, uh, right, well, fair enough. And that's uh, that's about me for this week, so what are you going to be playing this week, or next week, rather? Well, now I'm going to be playing Bioshock Infinite, by the sound of it. Um, <laughs> what goes around comes around, then. Well, it's, it's, it's <laughs> awful. This, tell you what, this community, the amount of money I've spent since joining. Yeah, yeah tell me about <laughs> it. But um, I, should, I, should, I should be picking up Bioshock Infinite now, and... Um, Otherwise, I, again, I think what we've already talked about, I really want to play some Guns of Icarus to have a bit of a laugh with people. I've got Armour 3 I want to play well, more of. I've got Battlefield 3, I've got Dark Souls, I've got Trapmania. I'm looking at a fairly busy well, week. Don't be planning on playing Bioshock Infinite tonight because it is a 20 gigabyte download. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I think I'll leave it on overnight. There we go. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. It took, me, it took an hour and a half amount to download it, and that was a, I think it was downloading at about 4 megabytes a second. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But I was kind of just pacing around the PC thinking, come on, come on. No, I've I've finished that now, so I won't be playing that this week. But uh, I'll probably be carrying on with the usual suspects. I did pick up Hitman uh, on the... I picked uh, it up as well. And this this kind of segues nicely into my project section, so keep going. So I picked up Hitman, uh, which I think, what was it, $4.99? Yeah. So I'll probably be playing a bit of that. And of course, as per usual, and we can't let it go without a mention, I'll probably be carrying on with Persona 4. Uh, oh, just, just, so just, not to. just one other thing. The original Persona is three ninety nine on the PS, the PlayStation Store at the moment for the Vita. Yeah, I've seen it, and there's no way I'm picking that up as well. I'll just be. <laughs> so yeah, that's about me. Anyway, what are we on to next? Projects. Uh, yeah. Go on, I'll let you go first, Vanzi. Uh, well, it kind of, it kind of, it's not really a project. It just kind of bleeds in from what we were just talking about. Um, I seem to be whittling down my console collection um, just by doing things like you were just talking about Hit, Hitman Absolution it came up on Steam as part of their weekend deal this weekend for I think it was it was five wasn't it it was four ninety nine for Hitman Absolution yes that's it um, so I immediately went onto Amazon had a look at what they were they were trading in for and I packed my Got my 360 version of, of Hitman Absolution. I packed that off to to Amazon. They paid me 12 quid for it. Um, so then I went and immediately bought it on on Steam. Um, and I'm just I seem to be doing this quite a lot recently, where I'm, I'm losing games, selling console games, and rebuying them on PC. I've done a lot of that myself this past few months. I think I've got rid of about 10 titles off Xbox that I've picked up for probably less than a fiver a piece on Steam sales. Yeah, absolutely. And it seems to be. So I'm now down to like the bare bones. I mean, I even sold Nino Ni- no, 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 no,
Uh, no, I, I, I totally agree with you on this one. I have barely touched it since I picked up Persona. It's well, sad. that's the problem. That was the problem. I bought it and I loved it. Nino Kuni is a great game and it's a brilliant introduction to JRPGs. And if anybody out there hasn't played it and 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 you know they want to get into, it's it's a brilliant introduction to it. But I haven't got time to do it. Yeah, and then I picked up Persona about a week later. <laughs> when, it, when that came out, or two weeks later, and then you can just kiss my ass goodbye, really. You yeah. Know, you... So, so yeah, buy, buy Nino Kuni, just don't buy it when there's a, a sort of a game release window coming up. <laughs> yeah. If you, yeah, basically, right? If you're gonna be on a desert island, you've only got a piece, you know, PS3, then then that's the game you want because, you know, you can give it the time it deserves, and I can't. I will. I really want to go back and pick it up at some point, but um, when I can get reasonably decent money, in fact, that would pay for my Bioshock Infinite. So that's that sorted, right? I can justify that now. Um, but I was, I was just looking at this and I'm thinking about like next gen prep is what I've kind of called my project is just trying to work out things like I am more than likely going to be picking up a PS4 on launch. But I don't know when that is. I'm not sure at the moment about my, you know, about the Xbox 720 or whatever, but it doesn't seem to really matter because my next gen prep basically seems to be me moving away from consoles and more to PC based and just, you know, losing an awful lot of my PC stuff. Uh, my, sorry, my console stuff and moving it onto the PC. So things like Dark Souls, things like, um, Hitman Absolution, Battlefield, all these are games that I've had on the console and I'm now playing and I've rebought on the PC because that's where my that's where that's where it seems to sit for me. The next gen is pretty much here, and I'm already playing it. So, no, just, I, I was actually thinking about getting rid of my 360 the other day. That's funny. I've been in exactly the same boat this past week. Uh, I'm, well, I, I mean, after I started playing Bioshock Infinite, I was blown away by the graphics. And it, you know, and I'm not dissing the console version. It, it looks just as pretty on those. But I got to the point where. I think it was Friday night. I kind of unplugged everything on my computer desk, dragged it into the living room, and spent about half an hour hooking, trying to hook it up to the TV. That wasn't working, so I was like, "Oh!" And just dragged it back, gave up, dragged it back into the kitchen again. <laughs> but when once upon a time, I'd have probably taken one look at my PC and thought, uh, "I'm going to go and pick that up on Xbox." Yeah, I, I, I mean, I was, I went online last night um, on the 360 to play with some friends, playing some some Black Ops, and I said to them, I said. This is the first time I've turned my 360 on since the last time we played, which was three weeks ago. And all I use it for now is to keep in touch with two or three of my mates who are on my friends list um, to play Black Ops with. And that's it. That's the only thing I use it for anymore. The, PS, the PS3 is slightly different because I use it as my Blu-ray player and I use it for well, yeah, PS absolutely. Plus and stuff like that. But even that, even the PS Plus is stuck. I can't remember actually play, the last time I actually played a game on my PS3. I use my PlayStation Plus for Vita games a lot, <laughs> but that's that's kind of different. But if I'm playing something on on the telly in the lounge, it's always going through my PC now. So it's just I, I, I was thinking I could quite easily get rid of my my 360, but then I don't know if I'd actually get enough money to make it worth my while. <laughs> well, I did the same thing today. I kind of did, you know, we weren't doing much today. I kind of uh, went over to the PlayStation to pick Nino Cooney up, put the disc in. Turned it on, and I think there was a system update or something. Uh, sat, sat there for a minute, and then... A minute? Yeah, well... <laughs> on a system update? Well, no, not quite that. Uh, well, partway through it, I just kind of 
walked away from the PS3 and turned the Vita on and started playing on Persona instead. So thank you at all, mate. <laughs> I think it is really indicative that there's there's quite a few people on the forum who are, who are kind of doing the same sort of thing. And whether it's because it's the end of a console generation or what, it can only be a good thing. If people come over and sort of see the variety of games that you got on offer and the prices they sell at and the community that's built up around it, it's um you know it's it's a nice place to be. So that's that's. It's not really a project, but that's kind of my thing. It's just no, noticing well, it, move over to the PC. It, it's all becoming more accessible now, isn't it? What with mm. sort of Steam boxes and pistons and things on the horizons. I mean, I think the thing that mostly put people off PC games, and I know it put me off it for a while, was the fact that, you know, you buy a game and fair enough, you're paying 50, well, you're sometimes paying up to 15, 20 pounds cheaper than its console counterpart, but then you potentially have the pissing around getting it working. And I think that was a, one of the main things that was keeping people away from PC mm. gaming, but I mean, most of the new titles I've got, are, you know, Bioshock, Tomb Raider, they've all they've all been. I've, put never, I've never had a problem with any no, of that. They've been plug um, and play. But I mean, I have obviously in the past, but certainly in the last, you know, year or so when I've been heavily into PC games and I've bought a lot of stuff off various different things from 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 Steam through to GOG through to UPlay. To, and I know that you know some people have had problems with things like UPlay. Even recently, when I was you know, on the forum, someone's had a problem today with, with with one of the UPlay games and stuff. But that's you know by the by, it happens sometimes. Fine, but um, it's just it's no, it's so much easier than it used to be. You know, so much easier. If they could just get the multiplayer thing worked out in the same way as Xbox Live does, then you know, yeah, absolutely, it? yeah. But uh, yeah, this is quite an evening for nice little segues because I'm obviously becoming more and more of a PC gamer. I'm actually looking at purchasing a new monitor. Uh, I, what, what, I mean, what big is this one? It's a 19 and a half inch one. It's about what four years old now. It came with the old PC I had as a kind of a package. I mean, it looks absolutely fine, but uh, I'm just looking looking for something with a bit more screen real estate, really. Um, any particular manufacturers I should be looking for, Vamsey? Yeah, the Apple Cinema. <laughs> any particular Rock brands? Your world, my yeah, Rock any, your world. Any any particular brands that aren't going to involve selling organs or remortgaging the house? No, and I'm not really the person to speak to. I think the only thing I would say is is the display is everything. Mm. You know, I mean, I, I say that. And I'm I'm looking. You know, my PC gaming happens through a a TV these days. You know, so I I, I don't get the re, you know the resolution as it were of um you know a dedicated monitor. Yeah, but for my eyesight at my age you know that's I, I don't I, you know I, I take the hit on that because I'm, I'm paying you know I'm, I'm playing it in, in the lounge on a you know sitting in my armchair quite happily I, I can take the hit on that but if you're going to be playing at a desk and you're going to be you know traditional PC gaming then the monitor is everything and you should spend big no absolutely you know, maybe not spend you know thousands of pounds or anything like that but I think it's worth spending the money on this is you know there's no point having a really good graphics card if you're going to run it on a 15 inch monitor you know <laughs> absolutely go for the best you can possibly afford That's no, no, so. yeah, but it, it's, it's more something like that because you know uh, it, it, this is also the family PC as well so I can't really justify putting hooking it up to the TV if the kids get homework and what have you so yeah, uh, yeah I'm looking at a new monitor I could also do with a bloody comfy chair as well because all I'm using at the moment is basically one of the dining chairs which is uh, basically, yeah, which is basically a flat piece of wood with four legs sticking out of it, which uh, kind of gives you a bit of butt numbness after about what two hours. 
<laughs> but yeah, that's about that's about me for projects. So uh, if any anybody on the forum has any uh, anywhere where I can pick up a very comfortable and very cheap chair, um, I'll be happy to hear from you. Well, I might be able to set you up with a 22-inch Dell monitor, but uh, we can talk. Oh, I, I might just be interested in that. I've got, right. I've got some money coming up at the end of the month, so we'll have to see. Uh, so you can spend money easy. No, oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's making it the hard part, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> right. So I think that's that with that section. Um, right, films, TVs, books, and comics, and for once, I have absolutely nothing for this section. So Vams, oh. it's up to you to save the day. You swine. <laughs> um, coming off what Beastie was waffling on about last week and I use the word waffle in the, in the best way, he was talking about comics, and I, I tend to kind of go, blah, with comics. I like them, but I've never really been that into them. But um, I downloaded the Comixology app on the um, the iPad, and uh, I just happened to be browsing um, and picked up... Uh, I don't know why, because I'm not a huge fan, but there's a, there's a Star Trek series called Ongoing. Um and it basically picks up it's kind of a retelling of the original series but from the point of view of the new films all right yeah yeah so basically straight after the the, the last star trek from which i think it was in 2009 anyway so it's you know 3 years 4 years old now anyway um so it picks up with that crew but it kind of retells some of the stories from and reimagined the universe from from that kind of time. It follows that alternate timeline from the end of the first. And they are really, really good. They are. I mean, they are really good stories. They're brilliantly done. The art is really good, and I really enjoyed them. And I'm not a Star Trek fan, but the problem I have is that they're expensive. I mean, really really expensive you're getting and, and this is this is that uh, they're doing these 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 particular ones these star trek ones that, that they're doing them in volumes now so you know how you kind of get the your normal comics which are you know whatever 32 pages long or something like that and then yeah. you know every week they do another one or however long it is and then basically at the end of a certain period they do like a volume which is you know 130 Odd pages long. Of, yeah, kind kind of like issues yeah. one to six or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That that same. Yeah, The Walking Dead do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. So I I picked up volume one of this thing and it cost me five pound fifty, which is <laughs> a good a good I, deal that they use to draw you in. <laughs> well, no, 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 that's that's the standard price on comics. Right. That's kind of the, the standard price. So it's five pound fifty, and volume two is the same. It's five pound fifty, and um, I think yeah, okay, fine, I'll, I'll have a go at this. And, 130 pounds, that sounds a lot. But actually, that's only about um, an hour's reading. And it's kind of like, that's what I have an issue with. Just don't get me wrong, and it's, it's really odd because I can understand the value aspect of it in the sense of I really did enjoy them. And even a week later now, I, I'm still thinking about the stories that were in them. And I obviously, you know, I'm still tempted to pick up volume two. But I don't know if I'd ever reread them, and they are five pound fifty for what is basically an hour's worth, maybe an hour and a half's worth of entertainment. And you have to kind of sit thinking, well, you know, in this day and age, when you can pick up Hitman Absolution for a fiver, um, or Dark Souls for fifteen quid, or you know, um, you kind of have to sit thinking, is this value for money or not? And I know it's like a a different art form, but when you can pick up books on Kindle for 
four quid, three quid or whatever, you know, I, I don't know. It's a really difficult one. But if you are into comics, then Comixology app, I think, is really, really good. Um, I know maybe there are some purists who, who don't like it, and I've heard some, you know, written forum posts, but people don't sort of think, oh, it's a great thing. But I, I think it's a really good thing. It makes comics very accessible. They do day and date with the, the, the some of the releases as well. But um, one of the things I actually quite liked about it was they do this thing now where um, when you you know how you you read a comic and you've got frames, so on each page you've kind of got four or five frames. Yeah. Um, well, they do it now where basically you can you can tap it and it will take you through it frame by frame. So you kind of when you when you're reading a comic you see the first the first frame and then you swish like you're turning a page and it kind of drags you to the next frame and the next frame and the next frame but it does it in quite a dynamic way so it actually feels like you're reading each frame as a different as a separate page almost. Oh right. And it's really good. Um, some of the ones you know when you get kind of the, the big kind of maybe the double page spreads when yeah. you zoom when you when you when you swish to turn onto that page it it kind of it starts you off with looking at the one person's face and when you swish again it kind of just zooms out to show you the full page to give you that dramatic impact <laughs> and it works it works really really well i was really impressed with it actually um I, I, and like I say, I really, really enjoyed it. And I thought, I'm sitting thinking, why am I whinging about the price when I, I actually, you know, obviously really, really enjoyed it. And I will probably end up picking up volume two. But um, it, it was really, really good. Uh, so that, that's basically all, all I've been, all I've done. I haven't had a lot of time for anything else. Oh, um, sounds okay. I mean, I mean, price aside, I suppose it's what you take away from it, really, as to whether or not it's yeah. worthwhile a hobby getting into. But uh, I, I don't know if it's a hobby I get. I, I always. I always toy with the idea of doing it. And I have got some comics. I've got like the, the, the Stephen King's Dark Tower series. They did like some prequels, and the art's just bloody gorgeous. And I've got all of those set on my shelf and stuff like that. And so you're, uh, you're not quite at the box of special reading gloves, disposable reading gloves at the side of the comics yet, then. <laughs> well, you say that. If you remember last week, I was talking about Neil Gaiman's stuff um, that I was reading, especially Neverwhere and um, yeah. Star. Stardust. Yeah. I, I may just happen to have picked up the. Um, for, they, they did a Neverwhere nine issue um, special set about five years ago that I just happened to have picked up off an eBay, which has all come to me wrapped up, you know, all, all specially, you know, <laughs> all sealed. And I was sitting thinking, I want to fucking read it, and I can't get this all sealed up. <laughs> so I've got, I've got them sitting there thinking, oh no, what do I do? So, but yeah, but um, oh, I can highly recommend the Star Trek comics and the Comicsology app. I think they're, I think they're both really good. Brilliant. Um, that's it. Right, on to the news. Um, I spotted this one last week, and I know how much love we love giving the Vita. Uh, apparently, we're going to be getting more than 100 games this year. Right. Yeah, it, it does seem to have picked up a lot, the Vita. As I know I know in Japan, games, games like Persona and that have obviously uh, sort of started shifting. It did a few weeks ago, well, I think a few months ago now, it did actually for the first time actually outsell the 3DS for uh, for a week. Mm, uh, did the price drop, wasn't it? Yeah, see, yeah, I, I'm glad, I, I'm kind of glad because I was, I got to the point where I bought the Vita. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's a fantastic piece of kit. It just seemed that every time I was reading news about it, there was some positive news story, which had always kind of be uh, tinged with disappointment at the end of it. Mm. Uh, but no, it, 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 things look like they're picking up on the Vita. Um, I think the 100 games thing is to be taken with a slight pitch of salt, because I imagine what they're talking about there is yes. not just indie games, like things like, uh, I don't know, I think they were talking about Limbo coming to, to it and things like that, but also um, 
a lot of the stuff you'll talk about, the PS1 classics and the PS2 games and Patapons 1 through 3 and things will also probably contribute to that number. Well, no doubt. <laughs> so there ain't going to be, you know, don't, don't be thinking there's going to be a hundred AAA titles coming to the, um, the Vita. Um, but, there, go on. There are, yeah, there are a few I'm looking forward to. I, I know they're releasing, I think Final Fantasy X has been re-released in higher definition. Why, why, why are they releasing 10? Why 10? <sighs> Why not seven or six? You know, the ones that everyone knows are sort of the highlights of the series. And if you're going to go and redo it, you know, make an HD. People have been crying out for an HD remake on seven for, since seven came out. I, I, I don't know. I think, I think this is kind they of a thing where the... Uh, stupid bloody decisions, yeah. and, you know. They'll have yeah, looked at this, seen some target demographic. Well, we, we sold most copies of this, and most people who are this age will now have a Vita, so it's number 10 that we need to re- remake, even though, you know, like you say, everyone's been crying out for a remake of 7 since, well, since before the PS3 was released. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I just don't get it. But um, I think the Vita's, the Vita's going to pick up. I think that there are some really good, solid games out there. They could do more to sell some decent stuff. They could really get out there and pump, pump, pump some games out there. But they've got things like Hotline, Hotline Miami's coming to it. Thomas was alone. Frozen Synapse, which is a great game. Um, Walking Dead. Walking Dead's coming. So, you know, there, there are some really good titles out there. And this is what I mean when I'm talking about things like getting rid of my consoles, like my 360. I could actually quite easily get rid of my PS3 and live on the Vita for my yeah. console game. No, absolutely. It wouldn't wouldn't be difficult for me at all, actually. I'd, I'd probably be quite happy doing that because all my console gaming is basically on the Vita at the moment. There's, yeah. there's some cracking stuff out there. It's just no. I like seeing positive news like this. It's be, mainly because I mean the Vita is capable of making full sized console yeah. versions of games. I mean, when it first came out, v, Vita owners were basically stuck with, you know basically cheap ports of the 3DS version of the Lego games, as an example, and when it, it could quite easily have run any of the console versions. I mean, yeah, so It's comparable only to the Wii U's kind of launch uh, lineup, really, wasn't it? Well, absolutely, yeah. I mean, I mean awful. one good example, uh, and I was, actually, I was actually going to include this as part of the news on this, it was a comparison they made between uh, Need for Speed Most Wanted on the PS3 and the Vita, and they were kind of saying in that report, you know, it's it, it it's a full size game. Yeah, it's not as pretty and everything. But I think they said they lost some of the traffic, but that was about it. They had to scale that, back on the traffic. Li- that was it. Literally that. Literally that. The graphics aren't quite as shiny, but that that was about it. And you know, that that's a full console port of a PS3 game. So if they, if they do get it right, and when when they when they launched the PS4, if they can if they can give me. Um, direct streaming on every game straight to my my Vita. I'm I'm fucking happy. Absolutely, I'll be so happy. I mean, that would be a system seller for me. If they turned around to me and said every game that you buy on the PS4, you can direct stream to your Vita through your Wi-Fi network or whatever, and it, you can just you know that it's there. Oh, I'm sold. You know that, that'll do it for me. Absolutely, I was quite interested in the fact that they were saying I think a third of all Vita games sold are digitally downloaded now. Uh, at, I agree yeah, with that. I think that I think that they, I would possibly on the version of sold there. I think PlayStation Plus has a lot to do with it, and sold might need to be looked at. As a, you're not really selling it, you're giving it to us for free. That's why we're downloading it all. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I mean, what if I, I think I've got two physical copies of Vita games. Persona I bought on the PlayStation Store. Yes. Yeah, I've got Persona. I've, yeah. It's the only physical game I've got on it, the Vita. Anything else they, is download. They seem to be doing quite competitive prices with some. I say in inverted commas of the new releases. I know that new Sly Cooper game that came out. That's 
I think that's twenty quid on the PlayStation Store. Although if you buy the uh, if yeah. you buy the PS3 version for the same price, you get the Vita version of it free anyway. Because the, the PS3 version is the PS3 prices. PS3 prices have always been a slightly higher because they've got the whole thing about not wanting to disturb the you know the physical sellers or whatever. But um, for Vita games, it seems. I mean, I remember when I bought Persona, and I think I come on. I think you bought it for about four quid less than me straight off the store. Absolutely, yeah. Which I think it, you bought it for thirty. It was thirty-six quid off the store, and I picked it up for forty off shop too. So it's kind of like, oh, hang on. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, um, as a comparison, if I look Wish on, I'd the, known that. yeah. If, as a comparison, if I look on the 3DS store, I've got all the new releases on there are sort of flatly charged at thirty-nine ninety-nine, which you're not going to pay in a shop. You'll always pick them up cheaper than that. Yeah. Thirty-five, thirty quid. So uh, shows that Sony is starting to listen and do some things right. And that's about all I have to say about that. Yep. Are you anything to add there, Vamsey? No, no, I think I think that's you pretty much covered it. Right. Uh, this next one, you, you can tell you can tell you were the one on the day out today, leaving me scraping <laughs> scraping around and <laughs> but, but borrowing news stories off our friends at Eurogamer.net. Uh, so Tomb Raider uh, has sold 3.4 million copies, which, as you were saying, and I agree with, is an absolutely phenomenal amount. Um, and it's failed to hit expectations from Square Enix, which is no surprise considering the shit they're in this week. Didn't they post some massive loss for this year? Yeah, three. Yeah, they they did. I mean, they've they've had some some problems, but you just have to question seriously how much did you think you were going to sell? Well, that's, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it's Tomb Raider's a re- reimagining. It's it's a fantastic game, but I think. I don't know. There'll be there'll always be those people who think, "Oh, it's Tomb Raider," and I I didn't like all that sort of. But it's been a long time since. Yeah, ex- you know, exactly. And it, it's been a long time since Tomb Raider, the last Tomb Raider. Well, I can't remember what it was. Anniversary? No, it's been the one after that. You know, how many did they think they were going to sell? I mean, it's a fantastic game. It's got really good critical reviews, and they're whinging that 3.4 million copies have been sold. What the hell were they expecting? <laughs> Absolutely. You know, they're, they're complaining because Sleeping Dogs sold 1.75 million. Sleeping Dogs. Sleeping Dogs had no hope in hell of selling any more than that. They released it in the same month as things like um, Black Ops 2 and stuff were coming out. You know, and a completely unknown IP, which had a really bad, you know, it was coming off the back of being picked up from the true crime series and turned into something else. It's done really well. You know, it, I, what the... I'd love to know. I mean, it's, it's interesting. They they haven't actually said how how much they expected. You know, what did they predict they were going to sell? Because I'd love to know the numbers for that. Because this is just bizarre. I don't know. I don't know what they what they were expecting. It's yeah, ridiculous. I, I think the, the same thing happened with EA and Dead Space Three. I think they sold something in the numbers in numbering in the millions there, and then there were. Rumours that it didn't sell to expectation were cancelling the franchise, etc. So I don't know. I don't know what these people think they're going to get sometimes. No, nah, but it does. It does worry me that then they suddenly think, "Oh, Tomb Raider only sold 3.4 million copies, therefore we won't bother with a, a sequel or a new one." When actually the game was, you know, really, really good and, and sets up a sequel rather nicely, I think. Absolutely. And, you know, deserves a sequel to be honest. Um, and the same with Sleeping Dogs. You know, Sleeping Dogs as a standalone was was great and you know maybe not a sequel directly to that but the team that made it should get a shot at doing something else absolutely uh, you know so yeah it just annoys me when they sort of say things like this which fail to hit expectations when actually considering when they put these games out and what they put them up against or you know they did bloody well 
So, you know. Right, well, I'm going to let you do this next uh, piece of news since it's something that's very close to your heart, Ramsey. Oh. Oh, it's not pornography. Um, <laughs> yeah. Battlefield 4, obviously, has been announced. Um, now, we all knew this was coming. We all knew that Battlefield 4 was, was obviously going to be released. Uh, we also had date in mind of, of, I think it was the 26th or 27th of, of March. You know, they were going to do a trailer. Um, I didn't expect them to come out with a 17-minute gameplay trailer. Um, and this was awesome. I thought this was really, really impressive. Uh, they brought out this, this really well-worked trailer. Um, they even had Bonnie Tyler in it, which is just bizarre. <laughs> but I, I just liked... Okay, let's get the first thing. Yes, graphically, fucking awesome. Obviously running on a high-end PC rig. Um, you know, but just, just graphically superb. But not... It wasn't just graphics that were doing this, and people. I've, I've, you know, I've, I've a bit off Aidy's head, I think, because he sort of said, "Oh, it's nothing but shiny graphics." And it's like, yeah. well, actually, it's not just nothing but shiny graphics. It's, it's a, uh, uh, you know, you, if if you look at the game, it's the, what they're trying to do with it. They're trying to make it a little bit more open worldy. They're giving you more choice in the games, in the game where you're doing things, um, how how you're um, manipulating the game world. Uh, there's a bit, you know, where they, they're all talking about the fact that there's, um, you know, uh, you, you kind of go through a section, you jump into a jeep. Well, actually, if you look at the game, you know, the gameplay trailer again, there's nothing that tells you you have to get in that jeep. No, nothing. You could, if you, I'm mad, you could completely ignore the jeep if you wanted to. You could just keep going on foot if you wanted to. You know, that gives you lots of options about whether you flank somebody, whether you go directly at them, whether you nade them, whether you, you know, you use a rocket launcher, whether you, you know, all these sorts of things that are typical battlefield. This is what battlefield should be. Um, it just, I was really, really impressed by it. Um, God knows, oh, you know, I was just sitting there thinking, oh, I've just upgraded my graphics card, that will hold me for another 18 months, and now that's just... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I know what you're talking about that. Yeah, I'm not happy about that. <laughs> but, um, you know, I just think it's it, it looks good. I mean, obviously, most people want to know about the multiplayer and what they're going to do to bring to bring that, you know, into the, not the future necessarily, but, you know, how they're going to improve on Battlefield 3. Um, they obviously ain't going to tell you anything about that yet. Um, but uh, I just thought it was, a, it was an impressive, it was an impressive debut trailer and well worth, well worth the time. And I'm, I'm, I'm for one, well looking forward to it. Oh, well, I, I quite like the look of this as well. It's sort of making me think: Do I buy Battle Three, Three now, or do I wait for this one to come out? Well, you're still talking about it's going to be at least six months, isn't it, before this one yeah. comes out? It'll be September, October, November time. There might even be a launch game for the new, you know, for the new console. But um, either way, you're talking about winter. So if you can, if you find a, you know, I think they were doing Battlefield Three. You can pick up Battlefield Three itself for like under a tenner. Yeah. But it's all the DLC that goes with it. Uh, um, I can I can hear my copy of Nino Cooney going. No, wait, wait, play me, play me. <laughs> <laughs> well, either that he's selling get Battlefield. I don't know. See, see what goes. Uh, no, so that's yeah. uh, looking very nice indeed. Uh, right, releases uh, a pretty barren week next week. Uh, Defiance, uh, which is getting a PC, Xbox, and PS3 release. I know nothing about this game, is other than it's something to do with a TV show. Well, I mate. Yep, that's that's awesome. You've done your research. Congrats. 
And it's on, <laughs> it's on the Sci-Fi channel as well, which means we'll get, what, ten episodes and it'll get cancelled. More than likely. Is it done by Fox? Because then they really are screwed. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, I, I know nothing about this game. It gets so. it really weird reviews. I think um, Kevin, Steve and, and Proton went to see it um, at a kind of beta event. I think that's that's what they call them, and they didn't like it. I think on the, on the main show they were, they were fairly adamant they they weren't keen on it. Um, I have heard though from people who have spent more time with it and got used to its kind of foibles that there's a really good game underneath it. Having not played it and having not beat it on it or anything like that, I I can't comment. But there's enough there's enough people there's enough writers that I respect saying actually you know. Hang on a second here, guys. Is this uh, there is there is something decent under the skin that I would reserve judgment. It's just a pity that I think they're bringing it out. Um, it's a full price game, so it's going to be thirty. I think it's thirty five quid on Steam. Yeah, I noticed that as well. I, I can't. Got, I think it's going for the same model as um, Guild Wars Two, and you know you buy once and that's it. You you know your lifelong subscriber, as it were. Um, so you get all the content and everything else up up front. Um, it's just a shame there's no way of playing the game like a demo or something like that because I think with a couple of hours you know even if they gave you sort of like up to level 10 or something of that ilk yeah they, they could have really might be some players I can't see it getting the um, I just can't, I don't know I can't see it getting the user base as a, uh, certainly on PC, I mean, this is interesting. This is coming out for 360 and PS3 as well. So, yeah, I, you know, I was quite surprised at that. I mean, I was. Yeah, I, I, I kind of think this is going to be a case of it's a, you know, it's a new thing, a game released alongside an accompanying TV series. They really should have allowed a demo or something because a lot of people are probably just going to sort of sit back and see how this pans out. Mm. But that's the problem. If you sit back and pan out, it ain't going to pan anywhere because yeah, just exactly. Can't. Exactly. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll keep an eye out for it, and if, if they do do any more sort of weekend events where you can download the client and just hop in and have a go of it, I, I would definitely love to do that. But it's not something that um, I can justify going out and slashing out on yeah. just on what, of what I've heard and what I've read. I'm not reading any review code for it yet, so either. So I, I don't know quite what's. Um, oh, me too. Me too. Um, right. You have anything else you want to say about Amazon? No, I don't think there are any oh. more releases. Um, that I can think of. Fair enough. Steam deals. I even pre- um, I don't even. I don't, I'm not even sure. I want to look because if <laughs> I look, I end up spending money, and that's bad. Um, well, it's part of the show, though, so we're going to have to do it. And I even opened Steam in pr- preparation for this oh, section. Oh, oh, God. So right, is it weekend deal? Uh, offer ends Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific time. So hopefully, if John gets his RC. Yeah. When is Steam could give me the ability to set my fucking time well, to, you yeah. know, GMT? That would be something nice they could bloody do. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, if John, if John gets off his arse and posts this for us uh, relatively quickly, you might get something from this. Uh, Grand Theft Auto 4 and episodes from Liberty City is 75% off at 749 Uh Today's deal, Chivalry, Medieval Warfare, never heard about that. That's uh, 66% off at 6.45. That's all right. Uh, That's, that, was, that came out about the same time as, um, oh, what do you call it? Uh, War of the Roses. Um, very similar sort of sort of game. But, uh, yeah, not, not something I'd pick up myself, but 
The uh, Hitman, which uh, both me and thee have picked up, is 75% Aye. off at 4 99 That offer ends in... Tw- <laughs> <We> just... <laughs> this suckers really Absolutely. are we? That ends in 21 hours, 4 minutes and 50, 49, 48 seconds. Uh, if you want to really splash the cash, you can buy the Hitman collection for £8.75, which includes... Hitman 2, Silent Assassin, Blood Money, Codename 47, Money and Absolution. Blood Money is one of the best games ever made. It's brilliant. If you haven't got it, then there's no, no excuse now. Go, go and buy it as well, because it's awesome. I know, that's about it for deals. Um, obviously, anything else will probably be done by the time this gets posted. And you can pick up Blood Money for £1.50, so you know, even if you don't want Absolution, you should you should try Blood Money, because it's bloody awesome. Exactly. Trapmania Stadium, just, you know, if anybody's interested, oh, yeah. 19 yeah. £7.19, 10% off. Normally £8, <laughs> only £7.19. <laughs> Get in there. Brilliant. You know you need to. Right, um, well, that's about it. We've no mass debate, as per usual. Uh, so I guess I'll do the outro. Uh, just a reminder, please use the affiliate links on the uh, main site. Obviously, one extra click, and it gives us a little bit of extra money that we never see any of. I was going to say, we don't see any of this, but I suppose it goes towards our lovely hosting, so that will you know, we'll let you off. Please review us on iTunes or on Spreaker. Nice please. Yeah, or, or on Spreaker as well, because I'm sure we'll eventually do a live show. Oh. <laughs> if that ever gets off the ground. Um, <laughs> email's probably still not working. Um, no, but, but I will say this, if you, if you do, we're really interested, and we've been talking about this a little bit, um, we really want to get people's feedback about where the show's going and what they like about it, what they don't like about it. We've had some people say that they want us to spend more time talking about games, but we've actively tried to sort of to, to hit that up. Um, if you do have suggestions, either PM us on the forum or start a thread up on the forum. You know, we really want to hear what you guys want. Oh, absolutely. Uh, we've got a lot. We haven't got an email address at the moment because apparently, I don't know, John's still working on that and he'll say Kev's still working on it and Kev will say Steve's still working on that and Steve will just go, hmm. So, um, if you want to email, um, vimesy74 at gmail.com. Um, hit me up on that. Anything you want to say, whether it's good or bad, I don't really care. I just want to know what you think. If you don't like what we're doing, tell us, and we'll try and address it. If you like what we're doing, but you want to hear more of it, then, you know, same again. We really want to hear what you're thinking. Absolutely. I noticed we got a lot of good feedback after the last episode. So, uh, yeah. Really? Did we? Yeah. I was on, am I? <laughs> yes, you were. Well, there you go. Like it. it works. Oh. Shock. Onwards and upwards. Uh, Facebook, the Mature Gamer Podcast, or you can follow us on Twitter at MGPBits, or if you just want to follow us, generally boring folk, I'm at Clarky Snap. Uh, and I'm at Vimesy74. And I suppose that's it for this week, so everybody have fun, uh, have an enjoyable rest of the Easter and day off tomorrow, and we will no doubt see you in about seven days' time. Great. Bye bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.